Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi, it's Neil Camido at the Tutor Podcast here, talking on common sense about how to start, grow and love your tutoring, teaching and coaching business. And today we're at episode 91, titled The Joy of Christmas or Not. Now, as you may have already gathered, Christmas is closing in on us like a freight train bringing a cargo of disruption, conspicuous consumption, mince pies, and probably way too much alcohol for some people. Now, personally, I loathe the whole commercialization of Christmas and the expectations foisted on us by society. So I'm going to say a special bar humbug from me, because by and large, I opt out of Christmas completely. Spending December 25th up a mountain somewhere or biffing around on my pushbike, pausing only to pop in on family members, especially my son who, being a teenager, is mortified by having such an embarrassing dad. As far as I'm concerned, the whole Christmas thing is just someone else's imaginary friend's birthday party, and I'm not invited, I'm not going, unless the cake starts getting a whole lot better. But enough of my high-level curmudgeonification of Christmas and Christianity's happy day, because that's just me. And I'm way more interested in playing guitar and helping my students than I'm with wolfing down yet another mince pie. Though I could probably just squeeze one in, Mr. Kipling. Now, over the years, I've been constantly baffled by some Tudor colleagues and, and one in particular who just shut up shop when the schools closed down and they go into hibernation until New Year. And these tend to be the same tutors who perpetually moan about being skint and how hard it is to make a decent living as a tutor. I guess we all know people like this, don't we? But for a small business like mine and probably yours, Christmas is a double-edged sword. It carries risks and potential benefits. And since Christmas is coming, the only question is, how do you want it to go down? On the risky side, you could just shut down for a few weeks, like my friend, let's call her Katie, uh, and spend most December and New Year moping and moaned about how her cash flows dropped off a cliff and how listless and down she feels. And while she's moping and pouting um, and doing nothing, she can keep her fingers crossed that all of her students will be eager to show up for the lessons when she deans to resume normal operations in the new year. And when New Year does finally roll around, she'll instantly worry about the loss of visibility and mind space that she's incurred after her marketing and advertising activities pretty much stalled for the whole holiday period. Now, that's one scenario when Christmas turns into a business car crash and bad things happen. But just suppose Katie started looking at Christmas as an opportunity instead. Let's look at a different kind of Christmas holiday period for her. Now, for a start, there will be days when she won't be busy with students and she could choose to spend these days catching up with her family and friends. That's what I'd call normal crimbo stuff. But in a focused and effective way, because normally she drifts and wafts between various siblings and cousins, in-laws and outlaws, friends and other family members. 
Although Katie doesn't like the idea of compressing the round of visits and calls into a few days and having a schedule to work to, she'll probably get more done, get around, see everybody just for a change instead of the usual aimless, headless chicken leaping from one thing to another and missing somebody because she didn't have time. Now, as far as a moping about cash flow goes, there's a massive opportunity to make things better. See, instead of shutting down for a month, just go on part-time. See, Katie gets paid by her students week to week, one lesson to the next. And she could keep that going, keep everybody in lessons for as long as possible. Uh, Or she could change it to a monthly fee that's consistent across the year, and that will pretty much even out cash flow problems over holidays. Uh, As always, though, some students will be away over the holiday period. And I think it's important to be sure to confirm their return to lessons date and remember to send them a reminder 24 hours before they're due back with you. Now, when my regulars are away, this is where having a standby list really comes into its own. If you're booked solid, you should have a list of standbys to fill any vacant slots with. So always fill the voids caused by holidays with your standbys and even offer out extra slots to your current students. Many of them will be eager to get more of you. You know, over the years, I've even come to expect a few whispered phone calls on Boxing Day from people who just want to get out the house because the family are driving them mad and they want to book a lesson to give them an excuse. It's funny, but that's how people are. I think the important thing here is to maintain as much momentum as you can in December and New Year. Personally, I don't take any notes of school timetables because I'm not school-based and school is completely irrelevant to me and my students. So I try to keep up that momentum when I'm face-to-face with my people. But when I'm not face-to-face with people, I maintain my momentum in the back office, uh, taking care of other things. The reduced teaching times free me up to do other valuable activities, which can sometimes fall by the wayside. I'm caught up in the day-to-day activities of teaching and running my property businesses. Now, you might fall prey to this yourself or know someone who has, particularly they haven't got a routine and system to make sure good things happen and nothing gets out of control. Now, I'm talking about things like bookkeeping, administration, strategic planning, generating intellectual property, lesson planning, writing music, copywriting your ads and all the marketing materials. They can all fall by the wayside when you get caught up in teaching and you can then play catch up with yourself in the downtime over the holidays. Now Christmas time for me as a guitar teacher is a massive opportunity. I sell loads of gift vouchers for lessons off my website and over the phone where people find me. The world seems to be full of budding guitarists at Christmas time, particularly kids and grown-ups who are on the bucket list. So always be ready to receive those calls. Put vouchers for lessons up on your website. They're a product. I would say about 85% of them will be picked up and used. 15% will fall by the wayside as they expire after a year. And they're a good source of customers. So if you're struggling with customer acquisition, they're a great tool 
to bring more people into your tuition world. Don't neglect them. It's also a great time to put out social media on how to buy instruments for people. So I will talk about acoustic guitars, electric guitars, basses, and various body sizes and styles and their benefits on my social media channels. But it's Christmas. So most of all, just take time to pause. Pause and think about how lucky we are to get well paid for doing what we love to do for sharing our passion for our subjects with great people and for helping them to become more of what they want to be. Because we're a lucky minority, you and me. And while the less fortunate majority relish being let out of their work slash prisons for a few days, we can look forward to returning to our joyous work with renewed vigour and enthusiasm after a short break. And that's not so shabby, is it? So happy Christmas when it comes around. Get your act together now, make the most of Christmas, enjoy the downtime, maximise the rest. Remember to let me know how you get on with all this and what you do. If it helps you thinking about it as much as it's helped me over the years, then get in touch because I'm listening to. If you've got great ideas, share them with me and I'll put them on the podcast because I'm here to learn as well as talk. And I'm interested you know, other people make their children and coaching businesses work for them. Because I realise I don't have all the answers. I just have answers that work for me. And a few I've nicked from other people along the way. Get in touch via info at neilcamado.com. And you can follow me on Twitter, where I am, unsurprisingly, at Tutor Podcast. Hit the subscribe button for TTP and you'll automatically get the latest updates as soon as they're live. And we'll wrap up for today. Just join me next time on the Tudor Podcast where it's all about how to start, grow and love your tutoring business. Have a fabulous day. Get in touch with the Tutor Podcast via email or social media and the Tutor Podcast team will be listening. Subscribe on iTunes and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device. And remember to share, rate and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow and love their tutoring businesses.